Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey this is liz and this is heather this week we are diving back into our 2020 is a dumpster fire part three the election episode. All right, hit that music. know if you guys remember but back in february we thought a lot of weird shit's happening in 2020 and so we had an episode called 2020 is a dumpster fire yep (laughs) that was not the low point of 2020 it did not go (laughs) up from there and as you can tell we are now in part three of 2020 it's a dumpster fire and it is november yes we had to do our third quarter check-in uh, this is also our election edition. So yes, it's the election special. Now, I feel that 2020 dumpster fire will continue to 2021. Oh, yeah. Easy. Yeah, because there is no line. There's no end in sight. And it's November. In fact, okay, let's check in on COVID. COVID is worse now than it was when we first witnessed it, than when we had a resurgence in July or so. And now um, it's worse than all of that. I don't even know that it was such a resurgence in July as it was, it just kept going. Like the numbers never stopped. It was just they'd exploded again, I guess, after, I guess that would be resurgence. But it, 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 yeah, after Texas was like, we're fine, (sighs) we're going to reopen. Yes. We Meanwhile, did that. I'm sitting here with my, you know, uh, uh, haven't gone to a salon since November. Mm. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, I So my state is serious lockdown. They're like, you know, we don't give no fucks. You are not yeah. going out. Yeah, we're, we're pretty much, I was talking to Paul the other day. I was like, we're pretty much business as usual. Like, I'm not understanding why some of the restaurants are still on a abbreviated menu because... Everybody around here, at least, and maybe I don't know where they get their distributions from, but uh, yeah, I'm like, mm, there's just everybody's doing their thing, but they're wearing masks, I will say. Yeah. But but for the most part, I will say, most places I go, the only people I see who aren't doing this is grumpy old white guy. That's, yeah. that's just it. We know the anti-maskers are anti-science, but then they find science to help them with their cause. Now, their science is absolutely bullshit. First of all, mm-hmm. it assumes that you actually can't breathe through the mask, which is not true because we'd all be passed out on the streets, right? Um, and your doctor could never perform your surgery. We've talked yeah, about this. Exactly. Oh, yeah, we've already talked about this. You know what? It's just stupid. <laughs> so you go and read stuff about you can't breathe in your own carbon dioxide. Okay, 
fine. You're not breathing in just your own carbon dioxide. You're also getting some oxygen in there. But you know what? I think actually the oxygen to your brain ship has sailed quite a while ago. So it really doesn't matter if you're wearing a fucking mask or not. I think these people are just outing themselves as people who've never had a sexual relationship in their life. Because if you can't breathe in in close quarters with other humans, then... uh... (laughs) You know, there's... Have I mentioned this before? I can't remember that there's like this old school of thought that if you have a plant in your bedroom, it will suck the breath out of you while you sleep. (laughs) Or cats. Cats do. Oh, cats. Well, cats definitely do that. I mean, if they had the ability, (laughs) they would definitely do that. But like, at least cats breathe oxygen. It's the whole point of the, the plant in your home is supposed to be the exchange of carbon dioxide for oxygen. Like... That's what they breathe in. They give us oxygen. We breathe out what they need. They breathe. In. What? Like I know it's not a it's not a fucking carbon filter, folks. It's it's so funny. I mean, anyway, there's all kinds of things. So I just love it when people like who are are just blatantly not believing in science go and find this pseudoscience or like an old wives' tale, you know, to or some bimbo who you know was on a show one time who decides to tell the world things. Oh, well. Okay. So we've had a terrible year. So what has happened new since uh, the last check-in, which was, I can't even remember, midsummer, July, I think. Uh, Fall has sprung. The trees Mm. have turned. Not here. Not not really. You're not here. (laughs) But you know. I was like, you guys were having a heat wave at one point. I know. To the point where it was like traffic cones are melting in the street. It was like September. Yeah. I know. And then. Yeah, on Friday it was 90, and today it's like 57. This mm-hmm. is Texas weather, y'all. It's crazy. <sighs> Texas bipolar weather is b- bonkers. And we have been, since June, in the fucking hurricane season that will not end. A hurricane season runs from June 1st to November 30th. In my lifetime, I really don't remember. I mean, maybe once we got like the hint of a tropical storm, like the first week in November. We have had so many storms, named storms in the Atlantic this year, in the Gulf, that we are now like halfway through the Greek alphabet. Yeah, It's insane. And I think, what is it? that It's like nine or 10 of them have actually hit the the Gulf, like they've actually made landfall, which As a hurricane. is which is absolutely like is unprecedented. Like since they started recording this history of hurricanes and weather patterns in like 1863, it's never happened. So, good job, 2020. You have blown all expectations out of the water and a couple of peaceful houses down more than once. So oh, I know, and like there was a point in which New Orleans, like. Three every two weeks, yeah. three times in a row, they had mm-hmm. a full fledged hurricane camp and they had to evacuate. Oh, y'all, I felt so terrible. I have a friend, uh, her name is Liz, and she does a podcast that's called Are You Afraid of the Park? because she's a park ranger, which is kind of cool. She moved, it was like, I was like July or August, moved to Baton Rouge, had oh, not no. lived in the South before, and like <laughs> just pounded and you know they hit that it was like a week or two before that very first one hit that was so bad now i don't even remember their names laura i guess and it just like they were had to be evacuated for a long time and then i guess their house was all jacked up so they moved here to houston where you know nearby where her brother lives <laughs> and then we got a storm come through it was just like 
okay, I, I love you, but you're going to have to leave. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is bad to. luck. Go so. somewhere else and yeah, make that happen. So yeah, I'm, oh no, sorry. I just got a text from Paul that said Alex Trebek passed oh, away. Oh yeah. I, I'm sorry. I didn't know that you didn't know. Cause I, I didn't know. I, I can't keep up. We lost Sean Connery, which all right. Uh, yeah. That was expected. And you know, yeah, and Alex Trebek 90. a little bit. You know. uh, Alex Trebek has been sick for a while. So I get that. Chadwick Boseman was a shot in the heart, just oh, terrible. Like, fuck this year. I know. It's like it's- 2016 when we were all like, oh, my God, everybody's dying. This is the worst year ever. And 2020's like, hold my beer. So. I know. Oh, my God. Yeah, the deaths are really hard. They have been really hard on me this year. So trying yeah, it's- not to. It's been a mess, it's, and and then RBG. Oh my god! Ugh. Yeah, I don't. I I can't even. I can't even talk about. RBG. I know. I wanted to do an episode. You're like, nope, can't. Nope, no, <laughs> I can't. I can't. Yet. I can't Cannot. function. Yeah. Anywho, so that's that's hurricane season. It's still going. I believe there is a named storm in the Gulf right now yeah. as we are recording. I mean, this is it's absolutely bonkers. And then you guys. OMG. So, You're literally living in the dumpster fire. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't so, know what y'all did this year, but. Yeah. So, you know, the California, they have a Santa Ana winds and they're pretty devastating. And so when they hear about them, they usually tell you, hey, we're going to have these winds. We're going to shut down power because when you have the winds, it lands really dry and it usually starts fires. So if you hear about that, you think your power is going to go out and you kind of prep. Well, our power didn't go out, and but uh, there was a fire nearby, pretty close. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, hmm, this is interesting. That's almost we're almost in the evacuation zone, All right? And <laughs> um, so I'm sitting, you know, working because I'm working from home and following, you know, following all these tweets and things like that. And all, all of a sudden, the sky changed color, and immediately my phone beeped. It's like, get the fuck out is basically what it said. Mm. It didn't say that. It said it nicer. It should have. But but basically. And so, of course, you know, the first thing I do is like, yeah, is this real? And so I go out. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> so I go outside and then there's like those fixed wings planes are dropping shit. And I'm like, oh, yeah, um, this is thing. And then the sheriff starts coming through. You're in an evacuation zone, people. <laughs> Stop standing right. in the street and watching the plane. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay. So now earlier that morning, uh, Irvine got evacuated, which is right near me. And so because of that, I said, I've got a lot of anxiety. So I'm just going to pack some bags just mm-hmm. in case. Thank God I did. Because you texted me. You're like, I think you're going to have to edit this week's episode because we might have to. I mean, it's probably never going to happen. Yeah. I mean, we're, we might have to evacuate. It's fine. It's fine. I'm like, um, maybe pack a bag and get out (laughs) yeah i had like this row of bags you know uh just in case Mm -hmm. and they were just done really fast and under the assumption that i'm just doing this to ease my anxiety it's never gonna happen blah blah blah. (laughs) so so once i realized i definitely had to evacuate i came onto the computer i booked a hotel room uh, about an hour down the road closer to the water i was like that's gotta be better and well you can always jump in if you you know yeah yeah that's that was the idea (laughs) (laughs) that's like the the opposite of how we evacuate here yeah yeah yeah. you go yeah you go the opposite direction i was thinking the water would be a better idea than Mm. the mountains so we we get in and um as we're driving out thing 
the side of the road is on fire and you can see these flames and I have video of it. I'll, I'll send it to you, Liz. So that, yeah. you know, now that it's over, you don't have the panic attack when you're watching the video. Right. But I was, <laughs> I was like, uh, what's yeah, happening? exactly. Like now it's over. We had a rain, so we're good. But so I'm looking and just smoke is just billowing onto the road that this is the road to get to the freeway. And, um, it's billowing onto the road, by the way, my office directly across the street from these flames. And mm. I'm like, yeah, this is bad. And you can see the flames. Like normally you see the smoke. You can right. see the flames. But I think they were back burning. God bless the firefighters. They kicked mm-hmm. ass. There was no structural damage in any um, of my fire, which is impossible. It's, That's insane. It was just yeah. a full, it's a bunch of suburbs. All you have is freaking uh, wood. You, you know, exactly. We're up against the mountain. There's an orchard right next to us. Probably a bad idea for picking houses. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Side note. (laughs) Right. Um, But yeah, so we were evacuated. So evacuated day one. All right, fine. Next morning you wake up and fire's mostly gone from the city, but they're showing pictures of hot spots around. And so you can see, okay, we'll probably have to stay another night. So we booked the room for another night. Use up all my hotel, my points. But had to have a place where the dogs could go. Mm -hmm. By the way, Indiana and Gertrude loved this shit. They were like, hey. When, it, when you take me out, I actually get a leash and we go to go walk out. Yeah. Best day ever. I know. They loved it. Mm-hmm. And um, so then now we're expecting to get notified that we can go back that night. We couldn't. So, so, we, so we extended it again. Anyway, so Wednesday morning, it seemed like everything was fine. And they kept saying, oh, call in for checkups around this time. So first the call in at 10, 10 says, okay, we'll know at two. Like my checkout's at noon. So I call right. and they said, okay, we can extend it till two. And so then at two, they're like, check again a little later. And I was like, um, yeah. So I go and extend my room one more night and not 45 minutes after that charge hit my bill. I got a, I got notified we could come back. Right. <laughs> but the, we were at this point where it was just the um election all over again two days into it people were demanding they were sending hateful messages let us back in their homes by the way still fires around you know right it's like you know what okay go ahead dummy i know and so they're like because you know the fire's not usually what kills you yeah oh there was tons of smoke that's what i'm saying it's like oh you want to be at home for that do you that sure 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 anyway but we finally got to come back. But the, but it, it did show a lot of the worst of people because they were bitching and moaning and yelling at everybody. Apparently, you have like a quadruple council that decides if people get to go back. And it mm-hmm. like has the sheriff in it, the FD, all of the city and all oh, of yeah. the local things. And and we're, everybody's yelling at the city and they're like, we don't get to make the decision. Um, yeah, we have a big task force here that goes into effect anytime the wind blows. So Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, I think, though, though, when we did come back in, people put signs up. They said, welcome home. And, you know, people put up video cameras and put them online, even, you know, so we could check and see how everything looked. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought that everybody was in general good, but there were these bad apples that really just made you kind of just hate people. That has been such a thing with 2020. Now, listen, there's always been dicks in the world. And we've always spoken out against world dicks. And (laughs) we're just, you know, we're over it. But right now, this year is really bringing out the worst in people. But I will say the, the silver lining there is that I have 
have really gotten a lot of clarity on who is in my life. And these most of the people are on the periphery and they're not really somebody that I deal with ongoing. It's, you know, a friend from high school or a friend of a friend or, you know, somebody who follows our show has somehow added me. I don't know, whatever. But this has really opened my eyes to people's true motivations and their sense of belief. And I, I hear people, and we'll talk about this more with the election stuff, but I'm hearing so many people just saying, well, you know, I've never judged anybody, bullshit, on who they vote for. And I'm still friends with people who vote differently than me. I'm like, this is not about politics. This is about a fundamental difference in belief. Yeah. And And morality and how you see the world. If you think it's okay for kids to be put, you know, torn away from their families and put in cages, you're not the person for me. If you don't understand that what we have built on the southern border is basically a concentration camp and you don't have a problem with it because it doesn't affect your life, we're going to have an issue. If you don't care that black people are being murdered in the street while we all watch and nobody's stopping it, you are not my friend. This is a problem. Like I and it's it's really going to allow me, I think, to uh to to drain the swamp. I guess, of my own friend list. Like, I just can't. Uh, yeah, I went through my friend list and was looking at, or I was posting something. I have a whole bunch of people that I hide this shit from because they can't pass an opinion and without commenting on it. And right. so I'm like, fuck them. And I was like, why am, Why do I even have these people on my friends list? Like, I mean, I I think it's fucking ridiculous. And, and I've decided, I, you know, I always thought that, you know, you don't want to live in an echo chamber where everybody just kind of agrees with you. Then you're like shocked about what happened. Right. Um, but I decided I'm okay with doing that for Facebook. Like Facebook is where I t- talk and chat to people. There's still Twitter out there. There's still Reddit out there. I still see the shit. Um, so why not call my feed? Well, that's the thing. I'm not looking for anyone to echo back everything I believe. But if what you believe makes me feel that you are a terrible human, why would I want to continue to be friends? Like, fine, go do you, do your thing. But I don't want to be a part of it. I actually unfriended two people yesterday who I've known for several years. And I've I've always been annoyed with these people. And this is something I've seen from a lot of the other side of the aisle, friends and family members that I have, is that they have no problem coming on my page or anywhere else and voicing an opinion that is gross, in my opinion, but for whatever reason, it's very forceful. It's very, this is the way it is, blah, blah, blah. But if somebody were to respond back in kind, it would be very, oh my gosh, how can you be so hateful? Why? I don't understand. And so that this couple, I don't talk to them otherwise. I have not had a like a conversation with these people in about five years that wasn't due to one of them or the other. Like, I don't follow them. I stopped following them years ago because I found them annoying. But, you know, they're still friends of people and do the things, whatever. But I'm like, I haven't dealt with them in five years other than them coming on doing nasty comments. And then yesterday, one of them, you know, I'm, you know, did one of these big statements. And then I'm walking out on another very close friend. And I was like, you know what? I just don't need this bullshit in my life anymore. 
They're not my direct friends. I don't have to deal with them all the time. So you know what? I'm not going to unfollow them anymore. I'm going to unfriend them. And I'm like, why am I even keeping up with people who I have to unfollow anyway? But this particular friend went on to then write this big rant on his own page, wife doing similar thing on her page. And I want to read something because a friend of a friend of a friend at this point kind of went in and made a reply. And it was so beautiful. I'm not going to say who did it. And I'm not going to say who the other person is because people listen to shit. But here's the quote. Trump is a white supremacist proto-fascist who instituted a nakedly racist Muslim ban and built concentration camps along southern border or along our southern border, where, among other Hague-level atrocities, they separated families without remorse. He is a probable racist and, all in all, an irredeemably evil man. I don't believe you to be driven by hate, but in voting for Trump, you committed a racist, homophobic, transphobic, sexist, classist, hateful act. And I hope that one day you have the good sense and moral clarity to feel deep shame for it. I I like that post. I mean, it's a I, lot I, of words, but it, it's, is, it, it is, really dug into how I've been feeling about things. While you, my friend who voted for that party, might, yeah. you know, let's say in 2016, if you voted for Trump because he was the Republican and you didn't like Hillary and whatever, okay, I, I don't agree with that because I, I think he's garbage. However, I, I can respect that you did that because that's what that is. But we have now had four years of nonsense, lies, and deceptions, and all of these other things. I mean, the man has been fucking impeached. Like, the fact that 50% of the country, or close to 50% of the country, still voted for him, it's like, whoa. Again, this is not politics anymore, because I saw a lot of Republicans who were like, you know what? I'm a Republican, but I can't do this. I can't vote for this. And that I respect. Yeah, I agree with that. In fact, so we're getting... Now we're talking about the election, okay? Sorry. By the way, so during the shows, generally, like, I find an internet quote, sometimes old, sometimes this new. There's been so many beautiful internet quotes um, over the last week that I have, like, one for every day of the election. At least one. Sometimes two. So, I'm excited. Yes. And so let me tell you, so election day one. Actually, actually, before we get into election day one, let's take a quick break okay. and uh, listen to some awesome ads and and follow some cool people and do some things. And then we will come right back because I know if we start, we won't do that. So (laughs) let's take a quick break. Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie up, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.popping.com. All of them in one place for you, so you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the Defenders, uh, but I like to think we a little bit better than that. <laughs> Come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. 
Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Heemcast. Okay, we're back. Yes. So <laughs> I now I had read a lot looking up to election day one, and there was going to be concern about a red mirage because a certain president had been invalidating mail-in votes for so long that people decided that voted for him that they were not to be trusted and had to go and vote in person. Hey, fine by me. You know, they're they're the party of COVID anyway, so whatever. Right. Um, we do mail-in votes here in California. Everybody does just about because they just send you a ballot. They're like, if you want, you can take this ballot to the hmm. polling center or you yeah. can use it here. Yeah. Apparently in Texas, you have to be old or indigent or have a like serious issue to even be issued a mail-in ballot. Yeah. Which is bizarre. Uh, I, I actually requested an applica- an application for a ballot, not even requesting a ballot, application, which did not show up until November 2nd, by the way. Mm. So we vote in person, but we also went, we do early voting. I would, yeah. Honestly, I've done early voting my entire life. I'll never vote on election day if I have any other options. So. Yeah. Texas was the first place that I went to that had it. And mm-hmm. I really liked it. And they always had it. It. they had it at the grocery store. And the grocery <laughs> store had a little fast food Chinese joint in it. And so we'd always just go early vote, get Chinese food. That was just our thing, you know? Yeah. Well, there's been so much news about how all of the polls are shut down and they've been, you know, closing drop-off centers and all this other stuff. I think they were trying to drop down Houston's to one. It's they did. Like they they 8, succeeded. square miles here. Yo. Yeah. It's a big place. So one? Yeah, I don't think yeah. so. But I'll tell you about privilege and white privilege where I live here in the Burbs. Uh, we had six polling places in in my town, mm-hmm. in the actual city in which I live, there were which six of them. Which is a tiny city. Like, I mean, I mean it is small. Yeah. I mean, we probably have 50,000 people or so, but yeah. hello. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's not a big enough city. No, to, this is just a very. Well, I mean, six is good. I mean, that means that everybody has access to it. So tell me yeah. about the second part of the question. Uh, well, of that, the that's what I'm saying is like, again, <laughs> You know, people in my area are like, well, there's no problem with voting. We've got all these, we've got six places. We've got all these places you can go. You can go to the, like on the main drag that runs, you know, close to my neighborhood. We had a place at the elementary school about half a mile down the road at the College of the Mainland outlet. And then a little bit further down than that at the courthouse annex. Like, within a two mile radius, we had three different polling sites. So that looks, you know, for me, that's normal. We're used to seeing that. But that is not what is happening in lower income and historically, you know, places where people of color are. That is what we are talking about is this voter suppression, where it's like, oh, well, it's not 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 all polling places. But (laughs) enough. I mean, again, I really I thought about this way too late, but I, I really want to do it next time because I'm I'm blown away by the record number of people that we've had come out to vote this year. It it really warms my cold, dead heart. 
to to finally see people taking this shit seriously and you know whatever but i want to rent a party bus and i want to go around cuz i you know i live in houston and i live in a fairly you know middle class upper middle class kind of area but there's a lot of the houston place that is not I will gladly drive around and pick people up in my rolling party bus and take them from to the polls. That yeah, would be, be awesome. Fun. That would be fun. Maybe so, get nerdy bitches to sponsor it in four years. So yes. you guys need to help sponsor us uh, so that we can do these things. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, so that's what uh, you know. I was saying at the beginning about they had said that there might be what are they were calling a red mirage because mm-hmm. in general, a lot of places would do the in-person results and then do the mail-in results. Yeah. And the mail-in results were pro- uh, prominently Democrat because Biden wasn't scaring the shit out of his constituents. Um, right. They're like, please stay home. Mail yeah, the they're like, you know, it's like, you know, you know, it's safer. Mm-hmm. So I had heard this, but still I was like, yeah, I, so the Saturday before I went to uh, Newport beach because uh, my mom was in town at a timeshare, and we went and ate at an outdoor restaurant there. And there was some kind of Trump parade on the <gasps> water. Yes. And by the way, you, if you have a yacht with a Trump sign, makes sense, okay? Right. <laughs> but a lot of these little skips were or like... Or a tiny, shitty fishing boat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like... It was like these little skips. These people are not benefiting from this. No, <laughs> but, but whatever. Not at all. Um, <laughs> that was just a side note. Um, mm. I don't have either boat, so I guess it doesn't make any difference. But um, anyway, so so I was starting to kind of get, and I and I had been right. Is that this like vocal majority of people are just out there and just crazy Trump people? As we went to go visit my mom, we went through a Trump rally, and mm-hmm. it was. Um, it wasn't big. It just, you know, we drove her through it. And then, you know, there was this poor little guy about a block and a half down with a little sign that said, fuck Trump. And he was all by himself. <laughs> I love that. And and so I was just like, this is ridiculous. Like, I'm just, you know, I'm starting to get like more and more worried and I'm worried. And then, you know, it's election day and the results start coming in and there's just red everywhere. And I was like, oh my God. And yeah, said, Texas. you know, I heard that Pennsylvania is uh, doing their in-person voting first. And I was like, really? <laughs> I got my little, <laughs> little hopes up, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that was election day one. Yeah, I, I stayed away from the TV for the entirety of election day. I oh. was like, I'm, I don't want to know. I can't. Yeah. All right, so election day one was doomed. Um, so here's my quote of the day for election day one. Um. It's on Twitter. Kristen Mortensen. Um, she actually put tens in her name on her, in her hand, ah. but you can just Google her. But nonetheless, it says, my friend from high school unfollowed me after my Trump hating post. So now I can freely say that she has the ugliest baby I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So I was up almost all of election night. I mean, I tried to sleep. I couldn't. I could not sleep. So I would get up. I was waiting for Michigan to turn blue because I heard that it was going to happen. And so I'm on Reddit and I'm refreshing and refreshing and their chunks of votes are coming in at like 500 at a time. And I'm just refreshing and refreshing, refreshing. And then I fell asleep for a second, got up like two hours later and it was blue. And I was like, yay. I was so happy. (laughs) 
I was like, oh, anyway, just just watching Michigan flip blue made me very happy. Yeah, my anxiety level for the last couple of weeks has been really, really high. And I've been waking up anxious, which is the weirdest thing in the world. I'm like, I was literally asleep two seconds ago. <laughs> you cannot get more relaxed than asleep. Yeah. Why am I anxious? And so I, I, I just have had to avoid all of this. I'm like, listen, I voted. The, the polls are closed. There's nothing I can do to, you know, but stress myself out trying yeah. to really keep. And that's the problem. Like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter all have like a button right at the top. It's like election results. They're not yeah. here yet. However, click this button 74 times a day. And I, I clicked it several times, but I'm like, you know what? I just can't. I can't. Like, I can't keep stressing on this. And, you know, I'd see little things here and there. I'm like, okay, so things are maybe going to turn. Something's going on with Nevada. Sure, sure. Okay. So, yeah. So, I've, I didn't have to yeah. – I really good, just good had to you. stay apart from it. And normally, I try and avoid – you know, that's my that's my go-to, right? With yeah. um, RBG. I yeah, cried yeah. and then just avoided any news, like, because I just had such a tough time with it. But the election was kind of like my last straw. And and honestly, I'd already lost hope because this many people voting for Trump. Look, if you hate the man, um, but you're Republican, this is the time to opt out. Right. Um, just don't vote. Do not put, you know, 60 some odd million people voted for him. Like, really? That was just like, it's like, hey, I'm fiscally conservative. So you racism, fine by me. Like, mm-hmm. no, it's just those two don't go together, right? Like, these are different political views. You know, we're okay with this dictator that is okay saying whatever he wanted, even if it's blatantly false. Or saying it's just locker room talk, or it's yeah, just me lying my face off, or people don't know how to read. Or Obama started the concentration camps. Yeah, that sounds like what he mm-hmm. did. Sure um, he did. Yeah. He started the concentration camps two years after he left. He also was in charge of Hurricane Katrina three years before he was elected. Sure. Yeah. I mean, just this is not our leader, right? Mm-hmm. We're in a republic. You vote for who you want to be your leader. If this is not your guy and Biden's not your guy, vote Don't for vote. that chick or do not vote for somebody because or write somebody. That's what I would do. I'd write in somebody, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but if you just can't bring your conscience to vote for a Democrat, that's a, okay. at least just don't vote for Trump. Right. And and the fact that people still hit this party line is really bothersome to me. By the way, we're saying the, the general consensus of uh, the Trumpsters is that we stole the election, but they're all fine with, by the way, the Senate and the House elections. Like, right. you know, they're on Those the same ballot, fine. right? You know, like. <laughs> I love this rhetoric that uh, has happened over the last, year especially uh that now democrats or liberal leaning people are somehow evil plotting mastermind uh genius terrorists when like three years ago we were dopey sad tree hugging little snowflakes like which is it folks because i really don't think you can be both yeah you know what's funny though it's like democrats you think they got their shit together to do all this conspiracy? Because I promise you, they don't. they don't. They don't even know, like, their number one thing. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Like, we we can't even save the tree that we yeah. hugged. So exactly. I don't think that's the thing. But I think the problem is we need new words. Because the word conservative, like, I grew up, my family is very conservative. They're very 
Republican. They, you know, yeah. all the things that make me want to gag. A lot of my family is really in for that. And I grew up that way. And so the first time I voted, that's how I voted because that's what I knew. That's what my family did until I learned to actually think about the issues. I had one uncle. My dad's one brother was a Democrat. <laughs> He's passed away, unfortunately. But he and he was a he was a screaming liberal, tree hugging, pot smoking, delightful, amazing human. But he, he and I sat down one time and just had this long conversation. He's like, why are you the only person in the family I can talk to? I was like, because I'm willing to listen to what you have to say and you have great points. Yeah. And so then I started voting different. Yeah, That's what you do. You learn better, you do better, whatever it is. But I think the word conservative is where we're getting a lot of people confused because they're thinking, oh, I'm conservative. That means I'm – like it somehow equates to good. Like I'm oh, a yeah. good person because I'm conservative. I have family values. I was like, what do you think we have? We're all like just throwing babies into traffic? Like what? I don't even I understand know. what – but but I think we need a better word because what conservative in this case really means politically is that we are not challenging the status quo. We don't want things to change. In order to change, things have to get messy. That's how life works. But to be conservative in this in this is we're not going to spend more. We're not going to give these people rights because we just don't need to. And I think that's the problem. I think the wording is is tripping people up. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people who are on that side of the aisle, but they are much more centrist. They are much more moderate. They're people you can they, – they believe the same thing. They think people getting shot in their bed is a nightmare. They think people murdering people on TV is a terrible idea. But this is the word that we have to go with. So yeah. we have to – we have to – we need better words. That's, yeah, that's, you know. a, you know, that's a very good point. And you're absolutely right about this, that it's, we're okay with the status quo. Mm-hmm. How can you be okay with the status quo? Anyway, beside the point. Now, the status quo in, sucks. Keep in mind, though, that I'm fairly centrist. I'm centrist as well. I mean, we're, we are moderate. We are not hugging any trees. I hate nature. I'm not going <laughs> outside. I don't want the world yeah. to end, and I don't want global warming to destroy me. But I'm not going to go sit yeah. in the grass and sing Kumbaya. It's not a thing. I thought I was very, very liberal. And it turned out that I was living in Utah. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, apparently... That does tend to skew the bar, I think. Yeah, I, apparently. <laughs> you like the difference. So like, honestly, and this was back when um, nothing was as polarized as that. It's like the difference between a, a Democrat and a Republican in Utah was that Democrats didn't think that you should take guns to church. And the Republicans <laughs> are like, I can take them wherever the fuck I want. That was the right. difference. And so... Like, so yeah, I'm liberal. I don't think you should bring your gun to church. <laughs> I am pro no guns at church. That's... But in Utah, I'm guessing it's white enough that you could probably shoot up an entire oh, yeah. church and still be peacefully taken into custody. Probably, probably. Anyway, um, so election day two. Now, my internet quote for election day two is actually a meme. And I just have to describe it to y'all because apparently that's how podcasts work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, you can also send these to me, and I can put them in the show notes. Page. Oh yeah, I'll do that. Okay, we do so, have we do have a lovely website at nerdybitches.com, yeah. so you should go check it out. It is an excellent, and that nobody goes to. <laughs> nobody goes to it. I spend so much time working on this website. I know it's nobody beautiful. goes to it. Yeah. It's a cute site. Yeah. So the um, so the meme is it just says every news outlet. It looks like Biden will win. Okay. And then it says me. And it's a picture of Jeremy Renner in Endgame. And he's saying, don't do that. 
don't tell me there's hope. Right. <laughs> oh, his Ronin look there. Yes, the Ronin look. I forgot his name. You know, I forget everybody's yeah. name. I'm not good at names. Anyway, so that was election day too. But there's also one other one that I decided to add. And this one, I'm given her name uh, because she made it public and uh, still hasn't taken it down. So this is on Facebook. Person named mm. Molly Adams publicly puts, if Biden wins, I'm leaving the U.S. and going to Hawaii. Vote red, assholes. <laughs> so there's, she, this is, you know, she's a special kind of stupid, right? Um, but so there's, you know, we know the obvious problem. Hawaii is in America. And right. number and two, Hawaii is blue as fuck. Right. So All in the ocean by itself. If you look at that map, it is so blue. It's like, they're mm-hmm. like, um, we, we like our beaches and our meth. We're big fans in Hawaii of that. But yeah, I, I had a friend who also was like, we're moving. We're going to leave. We're going to move. We're going to move to, I don't remember where she's at, somewhere, elsewhere, <laughs> or Alaska. And I was like, you do realize Alaska is still America, right? Like, yeah. I know it's up on the top of the world and everything, but yeah, it's still Honestly, here. Yeah. But I was feeling uh, slightly optimistic about the election that time, but I'm still not. Well, we, because I, You didn't because even talk about what happened on day two, even on day one, where Trump's like, polls are closed. Stop counting. We're done. We win. I was like, uh, yeah, and what? then it was like, you That's understand not how any that, of this works. Yeah, day two, by the way, stop the count. Like, you understand if you stop the count right now, Biden just won. Right. Oh, oh, and these memes of the count from Sesame Street, like, what I do? And I'm like, oh, my God, that's the greatest thing in the I world. Know, I love I love that. Like, that's <laughs> he's, he's uh, Trump uh, villain number one, the count. Mm-hmm. The count. Well, you know, Mitt Romney was trying to kill Big Bird, so... Yeah, Big Bird survived. Anyway, um, I'm not t- not talking bad about Mitt Romney today. Um, <laughs> no, no, I, I, I don't think you can at this I, point. I, I love Mitt. Um, <laughs> anyway, I love him today. I mean, I yeah, fight, well, yeah, yeah. I fight with him a lot. <laughs> you know, we 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 chat, and I tell him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll text him every once in a while. I'll be like, W2EF, Mitt, come on. Right, I know. It's me having full conversations with Ted Cruz. I'm like, mm, mm. Actually, so I got, I'm on, I sent a nasty gram to um, Cornyn when I was uh, yeah. one of his constituents. I sent him one recently. And uh, he replied to me and he said, yeah, I don't agree with you. Um, you no, know, transgender people are going to rape our children. And I was like, okay. Mm, they're um, not. Thanks, thanks for that. Anyway, so now he took that as an endorsement of his policies, and now he put me on the Trump list, and like Trump keeps sending me texts. Like, yeah, hey, I didn't get that. I sent him an Instagram about you, this this bitch in the Supreme Court that they just put oh into yeah, place. You, you won't get on that list for another couple of years, but Ugh. all of a sudden I got on it. Ugh, gross. I just I don't okay. understand why he can't separate the people that like him versus thing. You know how many nasty grams I sent back to the Trump campaign? Yeah. You know what though? That sounds like a wonderful way to antagonize your enemy. Anyway, okay. But election day three, there was started to be signs. Now that we're starting to count the votes of places with people that live there. Um, <laughs> right. Holy shit, people apparently like to vote for biden so that mm-hmm. was kind of nice that was so we started to see that more and more and for some reason nevada with their <laughs> fucking what three hundred thousand people 
could mm-hmm. not vote. I know. I think they have three million, but whatever. And so, <laughs> if you look at their map, it's like Reno blue, Vegas blue. Everything else is red. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> like my dad lives there in one of those right. places in the middle of nowhere. Yep. There literally is. It is in the middle of nowhere. It's right next to right. Bay There's Valley. like twelve people in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and tell that to the freaking Republicans. They're like, look at all of this red space. Why is there kind of? I was like, because nobody lives in the red space. Nobody wants to live in the red space. See, that's the thing that annoys me about Texas. Now we have, we do have a ton of people in the in between spaces. So that is an issue. But last election and this election, pretty much every one of the major cities and. Two, maybe three of those major cities are in like the top 10 list of major, like largest cities in the mm-hmm. country or like top 15 or whatever. Uh, they're all blue, like royal blue, not even yeah. a little light blue or slightly purple. No, no, they're blue. Yeah. Yeah. That's usually how it is. So like- That we still what? go red. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's what's so frustrating. Okay. So, so God tweeted, you know how you've seen mm-hmm. God's God Twitter is want to do. Yes. It's my favorite. So he- <laughs> So he tweeted, you'd think that the people from Nevada would be good at sitting at a table and counting. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and so then, um, but this is the thing is nobody, everybody was freaking afraid to call the election because mm-hmm. president was suing everybody that, you know, even thought about any a shade of blue. And he already put so much doubt in the American people by already claiming victory and stuff. And mm-hmm. so really the only resolution i guess to that was to not call the state i don't know why but it was very frustrating and there was well you know, there was a lot of statistical reasons for it i was reading all that shit and it's boring, but also so. we've yeah. seen him actively retaliate against people who have spoken out against him you know mm-hmm. and especially with covid states that had you know had governors or whoever who spoke against him he penalized them yeah. And so that's, you know, and this, you know, it's just I'm like, this is like the world's worst HR department. We've just got this one guy running amok, treating everybody like shit. And everybody's like, okay, well, I don't really, I mean, that's not good. And that's illegal. And that's whatever. But he's still my boss. Question yeah. mark. So I don't know. And I, I have a, I've been going on a very large rant lately about the difference between leaders and elective representatives, which is what our people are supposed to be. They are supposed to be representatives of the people, not our glorious leaders. Yeah, theoretically. And if they were, we would have hired a president who actually had some governing experience, but we did not. Mm -hmm. So we need to, I I don't know. I just feel like we need to get back to that bit of fundamentalist thinking there that, not fundamentalist, that's a worse word. Just as long as, you know, I mean, I, just, well, I think there. I think well, it's I mean, just he's a like different anonymous internet. He is the leader of the anonymous internet, and there's a shit ton of people that love the anonymous internet. Yes, trolls. And so that's it. He brought all the trolls out from hiding. So, like, yeah, they got their leader. That's who mm-hmm. they wanted. Whatever. <laughs> well, it'd be nice if they took him and went somewhere else. I know that'd be nice. Can't they make like a trip? You know that little island off of um, on the way to Galveston that that guy just like claimed as his own. Yeah, I don't want him in Galveston, but I just like somewhere. There's got to be some island in well, the South Pacific, but there would be they come there would, across. There would Sorry. be brown people there, so that would be a problem. But <laughs> anyway, um, no, I was talking about that, like that um, Rick's Cabaret that's on his own designated oh my land. God, that guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's awesome. Um, okay, so here's the quote for for this day. What day is this? Three, four, day four. In fact, actually, it says it in the tweet. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's at Turt, Turt Woldridge on Twitter. Day four of this hostage crisis, and Wolf Blitzer just felt the need to tell us how many electoral votes are needed to win. Motherfucker, I know the name of the registrar in Clark County, Nevada, how to pronounce every town in Georgia, and where every Republican in Arizona lives. Right. <laughs> because, I mean, by that time, we've just been staring at this, going, why are no results coming in? And you can see him climbing, and you're, and then, you know, I'm getting all pissed off at Georgia, because Georgia is like, and uh, the person that updates, updates the website went home, and I'm like, you're allowing people to leave? How dare right. you? I'm like, uh, nope. <laughs> is this like a jury sequestering situation here we need to get this shit done yeah so we were just sitting waiting for one other um state to be called on day four and it didn't happen in fact uh, biden went out and had a, a speech on thursday night because he thought that it was or I mean, no it was friday i don't know whatever they're all blend together now because it was supposed to be his big Hey, we won, but no states called. So he couldn't right. say that. And so he was just came out and said, we're going to win. And we're like, yay, just kind of. You know, we're yeah. like, sure. We are. Yeah, there's still time. So. Yeah, I think, I think Friday is the day I woke up going, huh, this might actually, because I was just convinced yeah. that like last time, or it was going to be so close that we would end up with the electorate and the popular being flopped like they were before. And that has not been the case. I was like, oh, look at that. Popular vote and electorate. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I know. Also, I it- where do the electoral people come from? I don't know. I actually knew this at one time because I know like the delegates, how they get, they're kind of voted by the people or like uh, assigned I've never by the voted people. for that or heard anything about that. I don't yeah, even know. Yeah, but I don't think the electors are, think, but, and then there's also the concern. That's the next concern. Is a faithless elector. Anyway, mm. conti- to can be continued. So, all right. So here's another quote on this day. So now th- by the end of Saturday, which is day five, fucking Pennsylvania finally called it. And I was so happy. That wasn't even end of the day. That was no, like it was early. It was actually one o'clock in the afternoon because yeah. I like was, right after I woke up, I started yeah. getting texts and calls and one from you. And I was like. Okay, you sent me, I think I know what we should talk about. And there's just a picture of a happy Biden. And I was like, yeah. oh, please, 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 please make it so. Please yeah. make it so. I was mm-hmm. so happy. And, um, you know, once, I mean, there were other cable news networks that had it said, but nothing that was legitimate, right? Right. And then, so CNN called it, Associated Press called it, and they're kind of a mm-hmm. pain in the ass. And about 30 minutes later, finally, Fox News called it. <laughs> they're like... Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So thank God. And, and it was, it, I breathed I, a little sigh of relief. I was so happy that it wasn't even close on the electoral votes. It was like, yeah, that's a huge disparity. Like that's, yeah. I, I did, I did keep seeing this one meme that popped up or something. It was like, listen, I'm going to get to 270 before the election does. So yeah. Like oh, I saw that eating. too. I'm I know. like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's going to be a thing. Okay. So here's my two quotes for election day. Number one from Victor Laval at Twitter said, no one is enjoying their meal at Cracker Barrel today. <laughs> 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 Which is terrible because I actually kind of enjoyed Cracker Barrel, but you know, I hate Cracker Barrel. Yeah. No, I, I don't. Unless like- they want to sponsor the show and then they're delightful. All right. And this next quote, nobody actually took credit for it. It just was, you know, like when they we put those 
blocks mm-hmm. it just talking. It says, I've posted some terrible things about Donald Trump as president. I just wanted to say that I meant all of it. Right. Exactly. Every last word. I did one the night before. It was I jumped on the Nevada train and it was just kind of like, everyone, well, Nevada, you're not my real mom. Like that's <laughs> It's kind of how that one felt for me. So. Yeah, I saw a couple where it was Nevada and Georgia going, I'm not going to call it. And Georgia's like, I'm not going to call it. And they're like, let's oh. just wait for Pennsylvania. I saw the best one this morning, and I don't remember where it is, and so I'm going to fuck it up. And it basically just said, um, okay, Nevada, you can stop looking through your purse. We've gone ahead and paid Pay your bill. bill. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> All right, so that is the election. So we have an elected leader, theoretically. And And we now have the first female vice president. Yep. The first person of color as vice president. And the first person of Asian descent. Yeah. And I think she's also the first person that is a child of immigrants. Mm. So she checks a lot of boxes. (laughs) She checks a lot of boxes. I think she's my I, senator, so I don't know who's going to be my senator now. I don't know. Yeah. Somebody blue? It, it will be. I mean, we're in a blue state. You know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just, and, and it's funny because I'm hearing so many people, I'm going to move. And I was like, these are the same people who were laughing at all of us who were crying last time. Mm-hmm. Saying, why don't you just move away? And I'm like, yeah, now I'm saying, why don't you just move away? But that, I don't think that's the answer. I think the answer is we need to get our shit together. Yeah. So. I was, ve- I'm very inspired by her. And the fact that, you know, she, she's a female and she's vice president, mm-hmm. obviously a woman of color, which makes it, you know, she has to prove herself so so yeah. much more. Um, and so it really makes me really happy. And I've always said that representation matters. And even as little it as does. like in the movies, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that obviously means a lot, but just in real life when everybody kind of gets together and we're like, yes, well, this, that's, this is accepted. This is normal. And this is not weird. Well, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the thing though. You and I probably grew up in the first real you can do and be whatever you want generation like Mm -hmm. the tail end of gen x my parents told me that constantly you can be whatever you want when you grow up you could be the president of the united states you could be an astronaut now i don't know if they believed any of this shit but they said it and i remember them saying it a lot but we didn't see a lot. I mean, there weren't at the time even a lot of lady astronauts. We had well, like Sally Reed was two. the first one, and that was what eighties, late eighties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah no. But I just, you know, like we have the, you know, we didn't have a lot to really look at in this. You can be what you want to be. Now we do. We have someone who has now been elected to this, you know, second highest position in the United States. We have someone we can look at and say, look, you really can be whatever you want to be. So imagine, you know, we're sitting here as white women talking about how important seeing women in Mm -hmm. high roles are. Imagine a woman of color, too. Yeah, exactly. That's even more not seen and which is just ridiculous. Yeah, there's there's an image that's that's going around right now. And I think the the shadow of it comes from Norman Rockwell and it I'm pretty sure it's Ruby Bridges. Uh mm-hmm. you know, 
going to her first day of school, being walked to her first day of school. So the shadow is on the wall, and then the person casting the shadow walking is is uh, Kamala Harris, and yeah. it's just, uh, it's like yes, that yeah. that right there is what we need to see. It was beautiful. So yeah, we we've just been so used to seeing kind of this cookie cutter repeating of what we're expected to see as a leader. And mm-hmm. now that's changed. And I'm, I feel heartened by it. I'm very yeah. happy about it. Um, but that being said, there's still, there's stuff to do. There's a lot of stuff to do. And the fact that 50% of the country yeah. voted the way that they voted shows that there is a huge issue with what's acceptable and not. Yeah. I'll say that when I did get the news yesterday and I like, very cringingly went on to Facebook thinking, oh my God, this is going to be a shit show. Um, I was actually pleasantly surprised, at least in my timeline, that it wasn't, um, that, you know, the people who were very excited were doing it in a grateful, understated way, like very, they weren't being shitheads and gloating and rubbing things in. Oh, you didn't see my suck at snowflake post? (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I, I didn't, I didn't write one. it. <laughs> I was going to say, I must have missed that one. But, but for the most part, what I saw were people very, being very happy. Um, that Van Jones tweet that I sent you yesterday oh, had me in tears and just beautiful, beautiful things. And then, and, and like one of my friends is, I love her. She is so outspoken and has been uh, on the down with Trump thing every minute of every day for the last four years. She was even like, all right, friends, we know what you're feeling. You know, like she was being very cool about it. She was not rubbing it in. Nobody was being hateful. And I saw several of my friends who I know vote red who said, okay, so, you know, we've been talking a lot about the election with our kids. And so what we did this morning is we sat down and we said, like to our little girls, Look at who's in the White House now. Look at who is going to be there. You can do anything. And I thought that was a beautiful way to look at it. Is instead of being upset or being hateful or letting your kids hear this terrible rhetoric, is going back to that belief that there's always going to be somebody that we don't like. However, we need to look at what the good what the good in this is as best we can. Now, there hasn't seemed to have been a lot of good in the last four years, but I think that's because we had someone who actually wasn't even trying, you know? Yeah. And, and we saw dancing in the streets and we yeah. saw fireworks in London and we saw, I mean, dancing in the streets of not just Philadelphia where they finally announced and right. New York city, Washington, DC. Um, there was nothing in Orange County. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. You're locked down. It was, it was raining, you know, it was yeah. locked down. You know, no, I but, live in uh, the burbs. You see nothing here. So yeah, but I um, have to drive 40 miles to get into town to see anything. So. We did hear somebody honk and we're like, Oh, that's probably for Biden. But I'm sure they were just mad about somebody like stopping all the way to stop. Right. Or something. right. Yeah. I, I would like to see if my sister's neighbors have all taken their shitty Trump signs out of the yard because oh, they're no. horrible they every they're time. Keep them up. And then, like, like I was there election night, and I was like, "We're leaving the TV off, yo," because yeah. issues. And Maddie was like, "What is that noise? What, what is somebody playing their radio really loud?" So her next door neighbors were doing their own Trump parade, just oh them, God. and like one in a golf cart and one in a truck just wandering the streets, blasting music. And I'm like, uh, 
Okay. So if I do that today, how's that going to feel? Like, it's just, I don't know. Oh, by the way, for the first little bit on First little bit on election day, Texas was blue. And I was like, motherfucker turned blue after I left. And right. <laughs> you're like, time to move back. Let's go. Uh, I was like, uh-oh. Lower I think I told somebody living. I'd Lower get a tattoo if it, ever, if it ever shifted blue. <laughs> hey, then, I'll vote on I'll do that. Let's, let's um, put it out there right now. But, uh, you know, immediately it flipped red, uh, you know, after they started right. counting in the... Um, because they did mail-ins first, from what I understand. Yeah. And, so we and, could just get a little pair of glasses tattooed. Yeah. That'd be cute, actually. That is be really cute. Somebody yeah. design that for us and send it. Well, Texas needs to turn blue first. Anyway. Well, we can have a design in, Brandy. <laughs> I got it already. It would be Amy. Texas with a yeah. pair of glasses. Yeah. But, you know, I noticed that nobody in the Trump campaign was saying that that was curious. Mm-hmm. You know, no, hey, of course not. Hey, uh, They're Texas, like, don't worry, Texas we bought blue. Texas a long what? time ago. Yeah. It's fine. It'll wa- it'll pan out in the wash. You know, so. and I was like, I think Texas has like 39 electoral votes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, anyway. it never cares about us, though, because they're like, eh, it's always going to be red. Yeah, you know what you're getting. That's like but California. Like, hey, they already know what they're getting. If yeah. I can figure out who these elector people are, maybe yes, we can so. figure out what to do about that. So. Yeah, you're going to turn into Trump pretty soon. No, anyway. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. I mean, in an actual voting and learning issues kind of way. Oh. He would never do that. So, okay, let's take another break. And then when we come back, we can talk about uh, moving forward and kind of our final thoughts on this episode of 2020 is a dumpster fire. Yeah. Hey everybody, Brian here, host of the Bri5 Podcast. And if you're looking for a podcast that reviews comic books, talks about nifty nerd news, and sometimes has interruptions from his wife or son, then look no further than the Bri5 Podcast. New episodes are updated every Monday, and if you want bonus content, you can sign up for Patreon for as little as $1 a month, where you get extra episodes, videos, and more behind the scenes of the Bri5 Podcast. So don't go another day without the BriFi Podcast in your life. Head over to BriFiPodcast.podbean.com and enlist in the BriFighter Squadron today. Hey everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight... Tonight! Like every night, we bring you (laughs) questionable movies and pass the lessons that we've learned on to you, as well as we go over some great beer and funny third thing. Yes, we're excellent beer reviewers, and as BJCP certified beer judges, we sort of know what we're talking about in regards to that. The movies? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to hear us talk about uh, odd movies and uh, is he talking about BJing, Woo! Uh, listen to us at eilfm.podbean.com. That's everything I learned from movies.podbean.com. Hey, honey, are you ready to pop that top? <sniffs> Woo! My top! All right, and we are back again. Yes. So what are we what are we looking at moving forward? Like this is great. We've had our celebration, but the the real issue here is this is not some the, the like the world is not going to go to happy fun time just because mm-hmm. Biden won the election. As much as I would love to think that's true. First of all, he doesn't even get to take office until, you know, end of friggin' January. And to there's just too much. There's so much stuff that has been going on that has been allowed to go on that has been encouraged to go on. 
And we are a mess. And it's not even just like, oh, this person was taunting people, so they became horrible humans. No, no. We've had horrible humans that were in hiding. Now they're not. And we can't stuff that genie back into the bottle. So there's a lot of work to do. Yeah. But the uh, Senate is going to basically be still be Republican. Yes. The House is going to be less Democrat. So actually, that kind of makes me a little more hopeful because it does sound like people were still voting Republican mm-hmm. and then voted Biden. Yeah. Uh, which may, that's the only slight glimmer of hope I have. Mm-hmm. Um, because honest to God, if, you know, Democrats were fucking with the election, Mitch McConnell would not still be there. No, that um, little nasty troll would be gone. But there are systematic problems in this country where mm-hmm. we can let somebody be the type of person that Trump is and still have such a level of power and have his actions be acceptable. Um, there's also still a huge uh, systematic racism problem. And even if you are not racist, you are still part of the system that is racist. Yeah. We all, we've, we've said it before. We benefit from that every single day, whether it's something we want or even know about, it happens every single day and we have to help figure it out. I don't even know. And that's the thing. I think it's such a big problem. Nobody knows where to start. And you don't know how to, do it right i'm hoping that there's going to be task force and reform and you know like even biden said i had an idea it did not work um and uh it made it worse and so there's gonna be this going back and forth to see how we can improve and the problem is this is not a throw the baby out with the bathwater if we try if something is tried and worked or maybe worked in a division that did not scale up properly um that doesn't mean that the effort itself is not valid. And, you know, you run into that a lot where we were like, oh, we tried that, you know, we tried that female director. Mm -hmm. So, you know, or, I mean, obviously I'm talking about something completely different, but, you know. (laughs) But but that's the same thing. It's the same issue of, well, what are you whining about? We replaced one, you know, female Supreme Court justice with another. Yes, you put one in that has the complete opposite, who's going to take advantage of what this one did and destroy it. Like, that's just replacing one vagina with another is not the answer. You know what I mean? Like, you have to. But yeah, I agree with you. And I think this is one thing that the anti-science people like to say all the time. They're like, well, they tried this and they were wrong. So obviously, science doesn't work. I was like, actually, that's exactly how science works. Yeah, science Every time. Works by improving you, on a, its previous. Uh, you try assumption. something and it either works or it doesn't. And when it doesn't, you take the things that didn't work, you remove them and you start on something different or you move in a different direction. And they're not trying to prove the, you know, that's the thing. Like, we're not saying this is the answer. We're saying we need to find the answer and these are the things we're going to do to get to the answer. Yeah. And some things are going to work and some things aren't. And you have to get rid of the ones that don't, like not vaccinating your children and do the things that do, like vaccinating your children. Yeah. And I shouldn't even have to whisper that part. Like that's yeah. dumb. I, I exactly. shouldn't have to tell people in this day and age that the world is fucking round. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Or slightly off round, but whatever. Yeah. But I'm I'm optimistic for the new leadership. I yeah. don't know how the transition's going to be. It, by the way, if I was part of the White House Historical Society, the charity, 
I'd be getting everything of value out of that place. Everything. He's going to be torching it and stealing it. I, I just, I'm, I have so many, maybe I watch too many movies. I just have so many images in my mind of what is going to happen and him not relinquishing anything. Like they're going to yeah. have to drag him out like with a military escort. I don't, That's or he's the- going to do something or he's going to push some button or Something's going to happen because that's what a tantruming toddler does. And that's how he behaves. I'm not saying he is one, but that is that it, the, the way he gets on Twitter and calls people names like what? I mean, even the shittiest political leaders in the world don't do that. Really? Who else does that? Who else sits around and calls somebody Sleepy Joe or, you know, oh, yeah, whatever? I don't know. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Or Ted Cruz. uh he called my wife ugly, so vote for him. You <laughs> Let know, me vote I, for him. That sounds yeah. great and smart. He tried oh. to have me um, deported to Canada. Sure, sure. So <laughs> so here is my quote for going forward. <laughs> it's a Twitter quote from at Shushy Lives. Everyone is celebrating, but like, I don't know, man. It kind of feels like a horror movie where the monster just died, but there's still like 20 minutes left in the runtime. <laughs> like the Meg. <laughs> Yep. We killed the shark. Mm. We're, <laughs> We're not doing... even halfway through the movie. We'll wonder what's gonna happen next. Yes. Yeah. I'm with I'm with that one. I'm hope I am cautiously optimistic. I am very excited about I, I'm actually I'm very proud of a lot of our country for you know, because again, in the 2016 election, I think fifty percent of Americans just didn't bother to vote. And and I you know I can see why they didn't like yeah. the two options. Why I've done that. Do I did it, it once and I will never yeah. do it again. You why know, didn't I will do it in this year because yeah. I didn't want to see people voting for Trump. <laughs> right. Well, you know, well, that, but you're, those you're aren't the people. Okay. Those aren't the people who were abstaining. The yeah. people who were abstaining were the disenfranchised middle class and poor. Yeah. Like, why should I go vote? Because my vote doesn't matter. My vote mm-hmm. doesn't matter because it's an electoral college. Well, guess what? Your vote matters. And if you get out and do the thing, let your voice be heard. Whether it's a shitty voice or not, you have the right to do it. Let's do it before we don't have the right to do it anymore. Yeah. And by the way, California, Pennsylvania, a bunch of us are losing electoral seats mm-hmm. once the census goes through and you know everything. So there's every every you know, 10 years, there's kind of a new map and a new set of states in play. Yep. Well, that's what we have to get people who are stuck out of their red blue and get into who is the best person to represent me and my, or not just me, but our, you know, us as a society, we have to get out of the what's in it for me mentality, yeah. which is, I think, again, I know, why and, most and people honestly, don't bother. The, the people that think that Donald Trump is in it for you. He tried to get rid of your vote. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he said, tried to deport a lot of people. He tried yeah. to villainize a he lot of people. He called the military fucking losers. Yeah. He told he said that all Mexican people were rapists. Like what? And then is he and you know, he grabs some lady by the pussy. I'm like, you know, my my sister's next door neighbor has a sign, "Women for Trump." And apparently another one that says "Veterans for Trump." I'm like, "Whoa." Yeah, it doesn't. Well, why though? Yeah, it. I mean, it's just the two. The two realities are very hard to, hard to connect. Now, mm-hmm. I, you know, and and I understand that a lot of these Trumpsters, the ones that we see and that are vocal, are kind of like the Al Qaeda of the GOP, right? But you can't allow yeah. it 
to continue. Yeah, That's exactly. The thing. It's like we can't let the worst of us speak for the most of us. That's and, and, and that's, that's true with happened. any extremist. Yeah. That's true with anybody. It's true with the the super extreme alt. You know, the super extreme left. We can't have any of that. We need to get down to what is for the good of the people, and the good of the people is not the good of the rich and few. Yeah, you know, exactly. we have to take that influence away and give the power back to the people who are supposed to have it. That's, you know, if you watch Hamilton, that's the whole point. Yeah, except for all of the people in Hamilton. Except for Hamilton. Ex- except for Lafayette terrible. are people, pieces of shit. No, Hamilton's a piece of shit, too. He, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was saying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> except Hamilton is garbage. But that's but that's still the thing. They still did that. They, they, you know, they're going through exactly what we've been going through right now, minus the war just yet. But I'm just oh, saying. Oh, and George Washington. Obviously, George Washington. <laughs> George Washington. Well, he was a terrible military leader leading up to that. So there's I, issues. I, I, I don't know. I'm not in the military, so I can't say. I don't know anything well, about mean, military. He, even sings, he sings about it in the damn movie. Yeah. But I, I think we just have to get away from the status quo. The status yeah. quo sucks. And it's like, you know, it's like the debt thing, right? Everybody says, oh, I got to keep up with the Joneses. And Dave Ramsey says, yeah, but you're the Joneses are broke. Like you're going broke to try to keep up with people who are living a fake life. So we got to stop idealizing the things and aiming for the things. And we have to deal with the problems that we actually have. Yeah, I find that when I'm like, you know, uh, $3 billion in debt, people should look up to me as a a beacon of what to do with financial security. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know. I only filed bankruptcy bankruptcy like 17 times and I don't pay my contractors, but whatever. Sure. Yeah. Why would you? I saw another quote that said, I think the White House movers need to insist on getting their money up front. Exactly. (laughs) Right. Anyway. So yeah, there's a lot of jokes at Trump's expense, but the fact is we have a ton of work to do. Yeah, we do. We have to all, it's, it's not just the responsibility of the people in those buildings to make it happen. Like we have to stand up for injustice. We have to stand up for what's right, stand up for our neighbors and do what's, what's called of us to do. We can't just ignore it. Yeah. And we need to remember that, you know, in in two years, a Senate election is, is very important. And in four years, we don't know who's going to be running for president. I think Biden said he wasn't going to run for re-election. And, He'll be uh, 112 by then. So Yeah, I know. It's like, I don't know if we can get somebody older elected. <laughs> but, oh, um, I bet we could try. Yeah, we could try. Like, I mean, we keep just going older and older. Um, mm-hmm. I remember back when Ronald Reagan was the oldest, and then Trump's like, hold my beer. And then Biden's like, and here we did. Go. We did elect a nice, young, hip Obama. So. Yeah, we did. We did. So, um it's. I think that we're only going to have four years before we kind of know how this shakes out. So, well, that's the thing. There, mm-hmm. Nothing's going to happen as quickly as we'd all love it to. Mm-hmm. That's just not how any of this works. And thank God for that, because yeah. if it did work that fast, we, we learned would be in a much worse place than we are. Yeah, right now. and I think that this seeing this whiplash that we had with Trump, mm-hmm. what happens is it's not good. But you know. No executive branch can't keep up that nobody can keep up with this drastic changing we've we've gotten so far away from our appropriate checks and balances that we really need to yeah so we'll see yep so anyway um i just want to give you guys some reminders here if you'd like to support the show because we love to continue bringing the show to you you can check out our patreon at patreon.com slash nerdy bitches 
we have a thing going on right now when it has been for a while, where if you are at least a $2 patron, you can give us a topic and we will cover it at some point randomly um, and give you your shout outs. So we'd we'd love your help there. Um, If you don't want to do that, you don't have to do that, but you could also do a one-time donation to our PayPal. Our email for that is contact us at nerdybitches.com. Also, we have our store, our fun merchandise store, where you can support us. You can also support other indie authors. If you go to nerdybitches.com slash store, you'll see what we have curated into our store, but you can also see the wealth of what TeePublic has to offer because there's some really cool shit out there. Um we also have a new affiliate that we're working with. I don't even know if I've told you this, Heather. Um, we are supporting our very awesome friend, Izzy, from oh. Everything I Learned from Movies. She is a spectacular artist, and she has a site on Etsy. It is untidyvenus.etsy.com. So apparently that is a goddess that is bad at housekeeping. Untidy Venus. And if you, you can go and check out the breadth of her work there. She has buttons. She has t-shirts. She has all sorts of cool stuff, artwork on there that she has done. If you use code nerdy in E-R-D-Y, when you check out, you will get 15% off of your entire order. So definitely go support our friend Izzy. Oh, I, I love her stuff. She also does like, uh, you know, she's obviously an excellent artist and yes love her little enamel pins and stuff um but she also does like some very cool artsy little tea towels and things Mm -hmm. like that and i got a couple of them and i just love them i just you know i like to keep you know you only have so much wall space right so well that's the thing like art everywhere you know her art also has a lot of nerdy connotations to it which is fun so you actually got me one of her arts that Mm -hmm. one time that was predator loves kittens it's adorable so cute her stuff is amazing so make sure you go and check out our awesome friend izzy and support her work at untidyvenus.etsy.com and use the code nerdy for 15 percent off of your entire order And after that, you need to check out, because they are also part of this group, check out our friends at ageofradio.org. This is our new podcast network, and we are so excited to be a part of the fray. Yeah. All right. Are we ready for the final internet quote of the week? Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, Trump got the whole 2020 experience. He got COVID, lost his job, and he's about to be evicted. Amen. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) That about sums it up, yo. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh let's call it a 2020, and then we'll be back for 2020's a dumpster pile part four. Hopefully, it's at least three months from now. Well, that would be 2021 at that point. It's it? still it's still 2020. Like everything, <laughs> it's all this fruit is just the from 2020s. the poison trees. I've I've heard from a friend who is heavy into astrology that the next four years are probably going to be crap, but she's also votes red, so who knows? <laughs> anyway, so so did she say that before or after the election? Before, <laughs> I was like, "Yo, oh, that's terrible," and now she's like, "Oh, that's what that's terrible." So I don't know. I don't know how to read any of that, and I don't. I don't know what retrograde. I, I means, think that but... we don't. I don't need any kind of proof that it's going to be terrible. I, yeah. I think that we we've seen part one. Mm-hmm. So we'll just call this the twenty twenties are a dumpster fire, shall we? Yeah, I think that this will be a continuing series for a while. Mm-hmm. I think sucks. so, and that's okay. These are our only non evergreen episodes, though. Like most of our episodes are. 
you know, you yeah. can listen to no matter what. But these ones are kind of time centric. Mm-hmm. Side note. Day in the life. Nerdy bitches. So. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time. Music provided by www.bensound.com and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com.